You're listening to Journey to Truth Podcast. Hey, welcome to Journey to Truth Podcast. I'm Tyler Koala with Aaron Kuhn, and tonight we have on Ellie Liu. Uh, Ellie and I met last year at Dimensions of Disclosure. Uh, we only briefly spoke, actually, at the conference, but we exchanged contact info, and Ellie told me to get a hold of her if I ever needed help with any, uh, or if I ever, if, if she ever, we ever wanted to collaborate with any future Disclosure projects. And when Aaron and I started the podcast, uh, she was one of the first people that came to mind uh, to have on to the uh, podcast. And uh, Ellie has done plenty of research on the vaccine issue and has has a pretty cool plan as far as something she wants to bring forward into the disclosure movement. Uh, so we're going to uh, turn it over to her and let her tell us. Oh, and actually last weekend she attended... Uh, Cal Jam. I think that's a that's a natural uh, health seminar. Is that what that was, Ellie? Hi. Yeah, it's actually a chiropractic conference, um, mostly. So that was really cool to attend. Um, so when I looked it up online, it said I thought it said something. It was like more. Uh, so there was music, uh, speakers. They were talking about like alternative ways of, uh, of healing, I guess, or is it more chiropractic? It's uh, mostly chiropractic. Well, most of the attendees are chiropractors, um, but more and more, you know, just people are inter- getting interested in, in the issue. So it was um, a lot of, you know, a lot of uh, vendors and just alternative health stuff in general. So, yeah. So how was it? It was really great. Yeah. And they did have a Cal Jam. So they had music in between speakers, which I think is awesome to, you know, sort of bring bring some some fun vibes to these conferences. Yeah, um, yeah, go ahead. I was to say that's really cool that they incorporate the music in. Uh, Was it like an all weekend thing or what was it? Yeah, it was a Friday and Saturday, and then I think they had a class on Sunday, but just mostly chiropractors would be going to that. But they had um, speakers all day Friday and Saturday, and um, a big portion, I mean, everybody there is aware of the whole vaccine issue. So it was, um, it's pretty nice. great you know, to be in at this conference with thousands of people. And, you know, these are mostly chiropractors, very successful, well-integrated people. And they all know, everybody knows they, about vaccines. It's kind of, it's and, kind of the opposite of uh, how it normally is out in the world. Well, personally, I... At this point, like I share, I'm very open and vocal wherever I go and where whoever I'm with. And more and more, I I feel like people are actually pretty aware and receptive, at least, to hearing about it and, you know, waking up to it. From That's me personally. That's that's awesome. It depends on what circles, I guess, you're you're kind of in because. Uh. Before yeah, no. I before I kind of joined this uh, community, like the spiritual and awakened kind of community, um, I mean, I was still into this stuff, but uh, I was kind of just doing all my research on my own. And uh, I was I was playing in bands, and and in that scene, everyone is super left wing. Everyone is like, I um, being an anti vaxxer you're like you're very much a black sheep in that it's like taboo community. it's very taboo and and i actually 
uh, summer of 2017, I actually shared a Jordan Sather meme that was anti-vax, basically, and I got like I got attacked by like 20 different people, and it turned into this big just shitstorm, basically, on my Facebook well, page. The interesting thing about it is is that people see. In my eyes and your eyes, I know what you were trying to do. You're trying to like inform people, like your discovery. You're you're finding out this information, this you know that it's har- that it's harmful. Like who would ever thought? Whenever you you know whenever you first get into it, so you're trying to like spread the information to your friends, and then you get attacked. It's and it's almost like they just like they take offense to it, and you're like, no, no, that's not how. That's not what I'm yeah. trying to do. Well, and I came to realize after that happened. Um, in their mind, the programming that they all have is literally that you're you're a dangerous person if you're against vaccines and you're spreading dangerous information. So to them, they had every right to do that and they they were in the right and I was I was like the bad guy spreading all this dangerous information and need to be stopped is is really how uh, they saw it in their mind. So, you got to understand like the programming there with the people that are super, super anti, anti-vaxxer is how I would put it. Um, Cause it's not that they're, pr- I mean, they're pro vaccine, but they're also, you know, they're the, the type of people that um, get in arguments and will attack you. If you say, if you even s- suggest that vaccines might not be what they claim to be or work. Exactly. So Ellie, do you want to explain to us how you uh, how you started your research on this topic? Did you have like something happen to you personally, or is this something you kind of stumbled across in your research, or what? You want to tell us about that? Well, let me explain, and I can really, and I can, you know, I definitely know what you're talking about. People are definitely very programmed. It's that um, Mr. Smith effect, and they'll come and attack you. Um, and you know, throughout my my journey doing this this work, um, you know, it's it it is very much a journey, and I've gotten to this place that I'm at now where I don't take it personally because of everything that I've gone through. Because I this was like um, almost maybe seven years ago now that I started really getting into the research and trying to share about it. And at that time, online it really was different. It the you know the the setting and the it wasn't like now like now it's just it's this huge movement and there's so much going on but before you know I did I did get attacked by friends and doctors and there's trolls too there's people they literally pay to to like confuse the the conversation and you know go try to trigger you and 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 it goes Mm on but yeah I was I was sharing about seven years ago and I had friends, like, just, like, not be my friend anymore. I had doctors telling me how stupid I was and all of it. And it really, it really, uh, like, hurt. And it made me not want to interact at all online. And I went through this period of, like, years where I didn't interact with anybody at all, like, about anything. Because I couldn't take it. I was like, it's just too, like, negative and crazy. And you're trying to help people. And, like, what you were Mm -hmm. saying you're trying to help and people are attacking you and I couldn't really handle it, but I was still very much involved online. Um, just reading, just trying to read as much as I could and trying to learn as much as I could. And also to support people who were still sharing the information and uh, speaking up about it. And I, Mm -hmm. so I, you know, I was adding, I started adding all the people that were doing the same thing that were, um, you know, sharing information. And that was kind of like, like I said, before there was like this big movement and I didn't know what I was doing really. I just, <laughs> I was just yeah. doing it. And, um, and now, oh, so then, so, so I was just observing too. I was observing what was going on. And that's when I started really being able to like pick out what a troll was and like, that a lot of this, this conver- these conversations going on were, aren't even real. It's just like, it's just people that are there, like specifically to confuse the issue or to make you feel a certain way. So, 
so that was really valuable. Like all that time I spent just like observing and lurking, I guess they call it. And I, <laughs> I, I got to this point where, um, and I've only really been like sharing like a lot within the past couple years. I was kind of just like, you know, like behind the scenes before I was just, you know, like contacting people uh, privately if they need it, if I, you know, I felt like I could help them, but, you know, still trying to be part of the community because I've always just felt like this particular issue was so important for people to wake up about. So, yes. um, so, so yeah, I got to this place where I just didn't care anymore. Like, what people said or what mm-hmm. you know, like I wasn't afraid of the trolls because I there's a lot of fear and it is scary and it's not nice and it's not fun to have like all these people attacking you but it sort of points to the fact that you're you are doing something your voice is powerful that they're trying to shut people up so much like it's crazy I don't understand how much more clear it could get because people are speaking out and what are they doing they're passing they're passing mandates they're passing mandates and they're censoring people and it's crazy and I just I can't I can't stop I can't shut up about it there's like thank you for not stopping yeah I mean (laughs) like it's crazy to me it kills me because this is like every day there there's babies getting injured and they and their parents think they're taking them in to protect them and they're being lied to it's just it kills me and i you know i like i said very, i can't very sad so, yeah well and it's and it, you have came a long way if you if you went from being reclusive and just kind of staying behind the scenes and then now now anyone who's friends with you online on facebook knows that you just don't give a shit anymore. And, and and the truth is more important. You know, you just, you put it out there and, you know, let people deal with it. And, and you have not backed down. And I commend you for that because it takes a lot of guts to do that. Yeah. Well, and the other, oh, oh sorry. Good. I was going to say the other thing about that is, is, um, so part of the, part of the programming that people have is kind of this herd mentality with vaccines like I've noticed a lot of people have this like, oh, everyone knows vaccines work and you're just a weirdo that, you know, you're <laughs> trying to be different or you're just, you heard some conspiracies and you believed them and, and, but they feel safe in that, that you know, oh, most people know that they work and, and this kind of like group mentality. Um, mm-hmm. But the more, the more people that are out there speaking out against it, the more you're going to wake people up and, and people are going to see that there are a good amount of people out there that have looked into the issue and, and are against it. And they're going to be like, Oh, maybe there's something to that. You know, maybe, maybe vaccines aren't what they claim to be. And then you get more and more people looking into it. Just, just from the fact that there's more people speaking out against it like you. So, so thank you for doing that. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's, I feel like it's my job, <laughs> but, <Yeah. laughs> but about, about that, I really try to inspire people to use their own voices and their own experience because a lot of, and a lot of times the trolls will come and they'll be like, like, show me the science. And I'm just like, no, because <laughs> I, I used to, I used to just post all the science and nobody would read it or they'd say, you're not a scientist or they, you know, say, yeah, all even of if you do that, they just, yeah, they just. <laughs> write it off anyway so so I'm like you know what you're right like I'm not a scientist but I you know what it's not that hard to figure out that injecting poisons into you is not going to be good for you it's going to harm you and your immune system so um I try to explain it like basically the way yeah exactly the way I understand it and like from my own perspective and I find that you know like people you, that like that's what I think people need to do more of is to like raise their own voice and it you know you don't have to be a scientist to to like figure things out <laughs> you just have to read read yeah well and then just looking into the data of the people that have a reaction immediately after a certain vaccine or that like there was a healthy baby and then they right after the vaccine they they 
become autistic or they get a disease or, or they die. And the whole pro-vaxxer argument against that is, oh, correlation doesn't equal causation. But I believe it actually does in this in this case, because when you look at the data, that's the only factor that is there to explain why all these babies are dying for they you know seemingly for no reason oh it absolutely does it absolutely does um you know court like the um the put because it's happening to so many families and so many people the exact same story because the plural of of anecdote is debt is data you know Mm -hmm. like exactly like this this is not a coincidence. I mean, and I know that I have like sought this out and I have created this this sort of world for myself where I'm exposed to it quite a bit, but I see these stories every day. Well, they are there. Dying every day. babies with Yeah. And it's uh, not rare. And I was uh I was reading uh, I think it was sometime in January, uh, this guy, Brian Hooker, he's a, a PhD scientist um, and a biochemist. And and uh, he came forward on the vaccine issue. And uh, I was reading one of his articles and it said something about after 100 Freedom of Records Act requests, the CDC was forced to reveal their once secret documents showing that they knew that... Uh, Thimerosal, I guess, is what he was what he was trying to point out that is a harmful uh, drug and and uh, vaccines. Mm-hmm. That thimerosal, thimerosal, if I'm saying that right, it caused autism, and deliberately they deliberately hid that evidence from the public, and it was in these in these in these uh, documents that they released. Mm-hmm. And thimerosal, from what I understand, is like 50% mercury, and it's a vaccine preservative. Is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mer- mercury. Yeah, and and it's they been banned, and it's been banned in the United States since 1999, but it's still used in over like 60 vaccines or something. Because they can get yeah, away with it's it. The, it's in the multi-dose files of uh, the flu shot. They did remove it from a. They claim it was just because there might be a problem with it, but it's still there in trace amounts and in um, many of them. And yeah, Dr. Hooker, he is great. There's so many amazing activists and scientists and doctors who have just done. He um, he was the one who recorded Dr. William Thompson, who's a whistleblower at the CDC. He still works at the CDC, and he they he uh, said on these recordings that they just uh, saying that the MMR vaccine led to a 300% increase in autism in black boys in the study, and they destroyed the evidence. This is actually about um, the, mostly about the MMR vaccine and how, um, and that whistleblower, William Thompson, and um, how he admitted that they destroyed information at the CDC that would prove that the MMR vaccine was causing autism. Um, But at the, okay, so, but after they did that movie, they went around and collected vaccine injury stories from all over the country. So it's, you know, it's, it's, it's an evolution, this whole movement. Because when they made that movie, I don't think they even realized the extent of this whole controversy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. I definitely have not seen that um, yet. But it's been on my list to watch for a while. I just haven't got around to it yet. I'll definitely have to watch that. And one of the best arguments isn't even an argument. It's just right there in plain sight is the ingredients that's in the in the manufacturer's uh, manual or manual whatever you want to call it um in the in the inserts yeah the inserts yeah Yeah. i mean some of the stuff is like formaldehyde mercury aluminum uh gelatin sodium chloride 
MSG, monosodium glutinate or glutamate. That's what that is. That causes brain damage. I mean, there's there's just so many things. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm not. I I'm only touching on a couple of them. You know. Mm-hmm. It's stuff I wouldn't eat, so I definitely don't want to inject. Yeah, it's funny. It's all this stuff that's we all can we all know they're poisonous to ingest, but we're somehow okay with them being in vaccines that we inject into us and into babies. It's like, it's so insane when you actually think about it, you know? Yeah, it really it's like is. How, like, I, that's the one thing I don't understand when people, the hardcore people that try to like argue against the anti-vaxxers and try to, you know, well, we make that um, argument and it's like, they basically always say oh well it's safe amounts or it's not it's but there's no tests that show that or it's a different or it's a different form of this chemical or a different form of aluminum or something you know they try and they they write it up to make it yeah Uh, but even if it's just one thing like that then there's like 50 other things that are harmful and it's you can't say that for every single thing anyway so it doesn't make any sense like you have it just, I don't know, it just doesn't make any sense to me how you can see that and be like, nope, that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. It's yeah. Insane. Um, yeah, a lot of it, like we were saying before, it's like people have been programmed. Or many of them have, many people have, you know, vaccinated their children. And I think there's an element of, probably like guilt or or cognitive dissonance mm-hmm. where oh, yeah. that's got to be hard to accept that they were you know that they were fooled or you know it's it's one of the biggest things I've I've found that's hard you know it is it's hard for people to accept because it's so evil yeah it's it's like too big of of it's too big of an evil for people to even wrap their minds around. And they've already been told that it's okay by these, all these supposed authorities like the CDC and the mainstream media, blah, blah, blah. Well, well, let's look at this. So, um, a lot of, a lot of preschools, a lot of schools, um, uh, they don't allow you to register your child if they're not vaccinated and there are loopholes. Like if, if you can prove that it's against your religion, uh, which a friend of mine at work had to do. He didn't really, yeah, he just in listening to his kid in preschool, they wouldn't accept him. So he, he's not even religious either. So he had to like look up online, find out which religion is against vaccines. and fill out a form to say he was a member of that religion just (laughs) to have his kid admitted into this preschool. And then another interesting thing is, is uh, my grandfather, he recently uh, passed away, but before he passed away, he fell and broke his hip. And uh, he was 82, 83. Um, but anyway, he, uh, the, doc, the hospital would not perform surgery, hip surgery, unless he had his flu shot. It was mandatory. Really? He had to have a flu shot for them to perform surgery. So they really make it difficult for you to mm-hmm. even go against the whole thing. You know, they want you, they, they make it almost impossible. And insurance companies make it, make it mandatory if they want to insure you. It's crazy how far they're going with all of this. Certain certain corporations and businesses will not let you be an employee unless you're vaccinated. It's it's actually, I mean, it sounds, it, when you look at it, it's just like they're trying to monopolize the whole thing. Why are they doing that? There's some type of agenda mm-hmm. that they're not telling us about. Yep. Oh, yeah. Anyway, like I said, I mean, more and more people are waking up and what are they doing? Passing um, mandates and censoring us. So, so it's definitely, it's definitely a sign to me that, you know, people are just waking up to the truth and they can't really stop it. Yeah, they're, they're I'm, trying their hardest to stop it. They <laughs> really, doing, really are. And, they really and are. I don't know, they can't, they can't stop it. They can't know. stop it. I mean, that, it, you know, it just shows how desperate they are right now. And I mean, not just with vaccines, but that's one of the big, big ones is, you know, they know people are waking up at way too fast of a rate for them to control. And they know they can't stop it, but they're desperate. So they're just trying to pass all these mandates and all these laws and, 
and throw out all this propaganda about you're a danger to society if you don't vaccinate your kids and your kids are going to spread all these deadly diseases and kill everyone, you know, and all this insane propaganda that is just not true at all. Um, yeah, they're very desperate. It's actually yeah. laughable, the stuff it, they try and claim. It really is when you know, when you've done your research and you know the truth and then you see what they're saying and what they're trying to do, it's it's the most, like, ridiculous, you, you know, we, we see it, obviously. We're just like, wow. And and there and there's I mean, there's a whole group of us that are just I mean, you they're they messed with our kids. You know what I mean? We're we're Mm -hmm. like really pissed off and we're not gonna stop ever. And exactly I don't know what they think they're doing, but they but I don't know, we're winning. I'm 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 glad to be a part of it. I'm you know, I like it's it's interesting. The whole thing is very interesting, but there's at least like a big community, you know, of people that we're like it's just we get it and we're not, you know, we're gonna do whatever we have to do to save the children. Yeah. Exactly. Like we're protecting we're protecting the children and our children. Um <laughs> humanity like the future and the problem is is when people do their research uh and they you know and they they're reading these science journals and all the stuff that that say that it is healthy you know obviously out, right now there's there's just as much uh info against it as there is for it so it just depends yeah, on where you're that's the thing that's the thing like if you go read their science like it doesn't prove that it doesn't prove anything like their science is terrible what they do is they'll Mm -hmm. take a vaccine and compare it to another vaccine or like some other poison there's no real placebo doesn't exist they have nothing they've built this entire industry on lies so that's why like i'm so confident telling people to go look because the second you actually look it's it's blatantly obvious that they are just totally lying and that there's there's no evidence that vaccines are beneficial to like our health or our immune systems well the uh and the thing is is the government and the cdc they rely solely on the manufacturers of vaccines to report problems injuries and deaths to them so they're only getting their info from the vaccine manufacturers well who's who are those manufacturers? Who are the people behind that? Who owns the the people? Who who's paying these people to come up with this? You know, the, these ingredients to put in these vaccines. You just have to start going all the way down the line and seeing where it really is beginning. Mm-hmm. The CDC. Well, yeah. The CDC is supposed to be like, you know, the authority in most people's minds on this. They're a private company. They're a private for-profit company. And they own all the vaccine patents. They own, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, like, yeah, it's, they it's, have a vested so interest in keeping vaccines going, no matter whether they're good or bad or helpful or work. Like, they, that's their company, basically. That's what is making them money. So, of course, they're not going to give you the truth if, if vaccines are really harming people and causing autism. And, no, and they're going to mandate them. <laughs> they're gonna no, mandate exactly. And that's what they're doing. Safety. And, it, you know, it's not, it's not good at all. So can I ask you guys about how, um, how is it, how has it been like doing this podcast and learning and, and or d- did we talk about vaccines enough? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, if you no, want to keep going, <laughs> no, it's uh, been. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. It's been um, it's been a learning curve. Obviously, we're. I don't think there's been an episode where we haven't experienced a technical difficulty yet. We're still working nope. through that. Um. Obviously, if anyone's listening and there's any hiccups, you know, we're still trying to iron it out. We're new new to all this. Um, but 
I was just telling Aaron last night, or was it last night? I, I just can't believe, like, yeah. it was like a month ago or however long ago, it was just an idea. Uh, we met up, had lunch, and Aaron's like, hey, we should start a podcast. And the next thing you know, we've got two months of people booked, and we have three, four episodes out, and we're just, we're just dove into it and just made it happen. And it's just crazy how quickly it all manifested without really any – I mean, it took effort, but it just kind of happened naturally. Don't you agree? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. We, uh, well, I, I had the idea to do a podcast um, with just, just myself maybe a couple months before that. Um, I was talking to uh, Kaylin, and she's the one that gave me that idea, actually, because I was, I was wanting to do something. And she's like, how about a podcast? She's like, I don't think there's enough uh, podcasts like in this community. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's actually not a bad idea. Um, but I was kind of kind of uncomfortable just doing it with me, so I was like, yeah, maybe. Um, but then when I talked to you, you were wanting to do something, and so that's why I brought up a podcast because I'm like, that'd be awesome if we could both do it. Um, yeah, and then like not even a month later, we we just sent out a bunch of messages to people, and we I think. Basically, everyone we we contacted said they would do it, and we, next thing we know, we have almost two months of people already booked, <laughs> and and, uh, a, and a much longer list of people to, that are yeah. And I have like, I wrote down like fifty more people that <laughs> I want to have on at some point. That's awesome. I'm so. um I'm stoked for you guys, and I know these things happen so synchronistically, and yeah. um yeah. Totally. Yeah, that's really cool. And I know that I know the hardest part is probably like just doing it for a lot of people, you know, like we'll have the ideas and then just like doing it. And like you said, once you do it, it's just it just starts happening. So that's really cool. And I'm proud of you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's been amazing so far. And this is only our fourth one. This is our fourth one. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the coolest part about it to me is at the same you know we're learning something from every person we have on it's not just it's not just a oh yeah just a conversation there's like a wealth of knowledge being exchanged and there's i hope the listeners are benefiting from it i've had a few friends give me personal comments and and they love it you know and uh i just i just hope that one day this podcast can be uh, somebody in the future could be on another podcast saying, you know, what started it for me was Journey to Truth podcast. I came across it online. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? That's kind of the whole goal of this yeah. is just to get somebody on that path. Yeah. Or what Joseph said, uh, he said extraterrestrials are going to be listening to this in the future. <laughs> which would, which would be us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. It's it's been awesome. It's funny how, you know, we've basically just had like our friends on so far. Um, you know, no one that's like super big in the community or anything so far, but you know, we've learned a ton so far from from everyone and it's I was talking to Tyler about this the other day, like you don't have to go to a conference or watch a YouTube video of some big name or to or read a book to learn about, you know, just different topics, just talk to your friends in this community and you will be shocked at how much people know in this community and, and the wealth of knowledge and information that so many of us have because we've all been learning, you know, many of us for years about these uh, different subjects and you know, if you just talk to people in this community, yeah. you'll be you'll be surprised how much people know and and just the wealth of knowledge and wisdom that people have. And essentially, it it's like you don't have like you just said you don't have to follow the big names or this quote unquote celebrities. Yeah, because like we are the celebrities of this movement. Yeah, yeah. Well, with it with the internet, it's really become like it's kind of leveled the playing field in that way that like. It's less and less about like, you know, oh, here's the big people and we all learn from them. And, and it's more just like everyone just kind of learning from each other and, and 
and putting out information. You know, Facebook is as bad as Facebook is. It's great for for doing that and for connecting with this community. Well, because we are doing this together. <laughs> yeah. And everyone has, everybody has part of the puzzle, I think. Exactly. So I, I yeah. definitely love that. Love that. I love collaborating. I yes. think it's going to be good. Speaking of uh, projects, don't did were you talking to me about a plan that you had, Ellie? I was. I'm like, oh, I'm like back in the in the in the planning. Like, I'm not sure how much I can say right at this moment because I some really exciting things have happened, and I'm wanting it to. You know, I'm wanting to present everything in the appropriate way. And so I can't, I can't actually talk too much, but you know, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be like, basically what you were just saying, like, you know, you don't like just talking to everybody, just talking to everybody I can Mm -hmm. to, to give people a platform because there's so many people out there that you might never hear about or never going to be on social media. And everybody has a story. Everybody has something to offer and something to add to this big, like this big co-creation, co-creation where we're like, we're making this great awakening happen collectively. So, you know, I want to, I want to give some of those people out there a platform and I want to, I want to go physically around and, try to do some of the work that I've been doing so it's like a little more tangible and we can actually I think when we get together physically like at these conferences where we can actually manifest things better together easier when we're uh, sharing energy and resources and and etc yeah yeah there's absolutely there's a a definite energy level increase whenever uh, at these conferences uh, I know you can't oh, help but to notice it. It's you just I whenever I went to uh, Dimensions of Disclosure, it, you just feel so good. Like something about the whole vibe of the environment and the people, and you definitely gain a lot more subconsciously that way. Not just not just hearing the information, but you're gaining something on a subconscious level just from being in that person person's energy. Mm-hmm. The conferences. Uh, were great, or was it was it was fun at the conferences being with you know I mean the conferences are interesting. There's just a lot going on. There is a lot. There there is a lot to take in. Almost too much, and some of them are kind of crammed for time. But you, there is there is good things to take from it. Uh, I like the smaller ones better than the the massive ones. That's yeah, just me. I want to went on with this project. I was, I was alluding to. Um, we're gonna try to be having some events that are more um, smaller and freer. Yeah, <laughs> for, that's awesome. Because yeah, because I mean the the conferences are great, but it's it's not that accessible to the general person. Uh, yeah, yeah. Traveling around and. And, you know, and, and the conferences, it's like, it's, it's a certain set of information that, you know, it like goes a certain way, but I really like the idea of talking to like everybody because, you know, it's going to be a new experience every time. And, um, you know, just a new, uh, like a new, like a new set of, of some of people like adding their input yeah 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 it's 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 good to bring outside perspectives and outside voices in because you never know what somebody has to say and they might not want to say anything until they see you they show up at one of your events and you trigger something in them that that makes that opens them up and makes them want to speak um which which is another good point at uh, one of the conferences I went to, I was telling a story about one of my ET experiences I've had. And uh, it was, it's pretty crazy. Uh, It's pretty crazy sounding to, I guess, somebody outside of this uh, world of, I don't know if I should say world. Of our our community. Of our community, whatever. Yeah. But, and and I inspired somebody 
he he told me he's like wow he goes i'm so glad you said that because i've had stuff like that happening for a long time and i've never said anything about it and just hearing you openly tell everyone here about it just inspired me to start telling my story and That's it's awesome. situations like that is why we need to get together and why we need to do this stuff yeah i'll That's- just I'll, I'll just say um my awakening to all this stuff happened in in about 2012 and from then until 2017 i was literally on my own uh in st louis just i was the only one i knew into into any of this stuff basically and just doing research on my own that whole time and then i started having a few you know facebook friends but not people i had ever met in real life and add, and just like adding people and and kind of sort of connecting to a few people that way but not not a whole lot and then i went to eclipse of disclosure in in august of 2017 and that was the first ever conference uh in our community in the ufo et spiritual any of that stuff first ever conference i ever went to i drove all the way there <laughs> from st louis uh i just like decided to do it i'm just like i don't know why that one i just was like i really really want to go to this we, we just, get we get called to different things in life and yeah and i really it, it, it works yeah yeah i think i i was just called to it and i just knew i had to go to it and i went and i now all my best friends are people that either i met there or from this community uh, and it was the most amazing experience of my life. Like I just being able to connect with people in this community after being alone, researching this stuff for so long was that alone was phenomenal. And it made me, it, you know, I had the feeling finally that I wasn't alone anymore in all this, like, wow, I, I actually, I'm actually connecting with people in person and making friends that are also into the stuff. And, you know, it, it, it also helps you. It's easy to get the feeling like you're just this weirdo that's in, into weird stuff or like, oh, you're, you're, you're crazy even sometimes for like believing some of this stuff. And then you connect with people in real life and you start making friends in this community and, and you realize you're you not realize alone in this. We're all crazy. That- yeah, yeah. You realize that they have the other puzzle pieces, like Ellie said. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know, man. It's just like just being able to to connect in person with with like minded people in this and there's something about that that it's it just kind of like brings everything together and you're free to be yourself and, and talk about the things you want to talk about and all that. Yeah. Um, and that, and that's the, and that's the most important thing, you know, being yourself and in society, unfortunately, at least for me in, in my reality, it, it, it's, it's very hard to be myself where, when I go to a family event or when I go to work or just even my old group of friends, like, yeah, I understand what you're saying because it, it is so crucial to be able to be yourself. And when you don't have anyone around you to do that, it really holds you back and progressing in life so when you surround yourself with these people it's just constantly like enhancing you you're enhancing them you're building off each other and you're just growing at this rapid rate that you've never grown before and that's why it's exciting that's why everybody wants to talk about their story their awakening because it it was the most life-changing thing that happened to them it was the best Mm -hmm. time of their life and and that's why this thing is beautiful this whole movement that's why we're doing this and that's what i try and explain to people a lot of people don't quite understand it you know we're excited about it all and somebody else is still you know just just going through the motions of life uh, not really questioning things you know we're all on different levels but i really think that this is the most important time to be alive this this is the most important thing happening is this awakening and it doesn't it isn't just UFOs and secret space programs. It's it's and government corruption. It goes way deeper than that. It's just about finding out who you are as a person, who you really are inside. That's what it's that's what the most exciting part about it to me is. 
mm-hmm. it's confusing, but it really, it really is enlightening, and it gives you a whole new perspective on life after it starts happening. Yeah, I really love everything you both just said, and that's uh, a big part of my mission is to create that space for people to just be themselves. And and I've um, really tried to like be my become my highest self and myself enough because I, you know, you can just feel you can feel when you're accepting and hold that space that people can open up. And um, and I agree, I agree with all of that. It's really beautiful. And I'm, like I said before, just honored to be a part of it. Yeah, and we're honored to, we're, we're honored, we're all honored to be a part of it. We're honored to have you on this podcast, you know, yes. telling, telling your story, telling, uh, telling, you know, what, sharing with people what you've learned. And, and that's what it's about, you know, sharing your information. Yeah, I think we've we've already talked like a, like for a while, and 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 I have more to share. <laughs> like that went by fast, but um, but yeah, I think we I hope we can collaborate more in the future as well, because I think that getting these conversations going is just invaluable. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. Um, okay, so is there anything else that you wanted to uh, tell tell everybody? Tell us uh, anything you have coming up in the future? I know you. I know your uh, your plan that you can't really tell us about yet. It's super secretive <laughs> plan. Uh, any, <laughs> any super secret? Yeah. Any exciting memes you're working on or anything? Classified. Like that? Oh, should I tell you? Should I tell them about the one? that I told you guys about. Yeah, actually, that's a yeah. really good one. I just have or saw a meme and said, um, how do you know everyone? And then it says, shit, we all went to Facebook together. <laughs> yeah, like like Facebook's the new the new high school. You know what? It's, it's funny because um, Facebook has a lot of people talking about the censorship and how they want to leave the platform and whatnot and honestly i've been being censored like heavily by facebook for like two years now and i don't know i just feel like it's even though it's like frustrating the tactics that facebook uses it's um it's really been it's really been an amazing tool for me at least personally um to to spread spread information to reach the people that we're trying to reach because I really hate it when people get into these like um these echo chambers and stuff and I don't know I just that's the thing everyone's everyone's on Facebook yeah so there's no point if you're if you're trying to spread truth and awareness for things there's no point in going to another platform that hardly anyone's on and do it rather than Facebook because you're not going to be reaching nearly as many people. <laughs> so, you yeah, know, even if censoring you, like you can, you can like figure out how, ways to like go around the algorithms. You can push yeah. through, like, you can still make a difference. I don't know. Yeah, I've, there are I've, ways, there are ways around it. I know, I know some people have like multiple profiles that one, one will get like a 30 day suspension. They'll switch to an, a different one. Then that one will get a suspension and then they'll go to another one. Well, um, since we brought up memes, we brought up memes. Um, that's like that's like honestly something. Well, something I do is I use humor because I don't know if it's like it's like they can't. <laughs> well, the, we know that the AI can't like track memes as easily or something, but they yeah. because memes memes make you think. You can't. You have to think about them. So I and don't every, know. And almost everyone looks at memes and, you know, they're they're a nice, quick little either funny or informative thing that's yeah. not like a big, huge article that you have to read that most people just won't even read or or a link you have to click on. And go, like, yeah, it's just a way more effective tool uh, to spread information and awareness. I feel like I really think it's sort of beautiful because like you could like sometimes people you'll see like everybody takes like a different meaning from a meme and I'm like, Oh man, this is great. Like these are really yeah. getting people thinking like, 
Like, I don't know. And, and you're not actually, people will like claim that you're, you know, postulating this about the meme. And it's like, no, I just shared that meme and you said that. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, really, I really like memes and, and yeah, well, I think it's a good way to, uh, to get, you know, and get your creative juices flowing, you know? Yeah. Well, it's, it's just a great tool to affect the collective consciousness is the way I like to see it. Um, cause it's, you're, you know, you're getting out information that whether somebody agrees with it or likes it or doesn't like, or whatever, you know, they're seeing it and it's still going into their subconscious and it's still affecting them on a subconscious level, you know? So it doesn't even yeah. matter. It doesn't even matter if you're, 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 you know, putting out this stuff and if everyone who sees it is is doesn't like it or against it or just what oh whatever that's just an anti-vax thing or whatever you know it doesn't even matter because you're still affecting the mass collective consciousness by doing that so yeah and like you said it's 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 short so people the attention span of people nowadays is like yeah is 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 childish and yeah and you, you're scrolling through facebook are you gonna read uh two sentence meme or a couple word meme, or are you going to listen to an hour long podcast? You know, it, it's, it's so much easier to just get a quick spark, a quick thought, and then they can keep scrolling. And even though they might not realize, or you might not realize that that thought might've, might have just uh, triggered something in you that's going to affect you down the road. Yeah. They're like seeds. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, um, and that's, Sometimes they're just so funny and I, and yeah. I'm like, like a comedian at heart and I love to just be able to just like bring a little levity and laugh. I yes. think that's you, you do share, you do share a lot of great funny memes, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I see them. Uh, yeah. When I'm in, you know, sometimes, and then it's like, it's funny because you, I always get like messages and like someone you know really needed to see that or something and it's I feel like a lot of the time like I'll, I can kind of tap into the collective consciousness and it's just nice it's nice to see that we're inspiring each other and and um you know like sharing sharing those those feelings we're we're really in this together Yes. Oh yeah. And it's funny. I want to bring back a point you said earlier about everybody, everybody processing or taking in a meme from a different perspective because yeah, I'll post something with it with no intention of something and somebody will comment something I would have never even thought of. They just take the whole, they take totally took it out of context the way I perceived it anyway. And it just, and it makes you look at it again and think, wow, I never realized, I never look at it from that way. You know, you, you it, it makes you look at things in a different uh, perspective also. Totally. They're like conversation starters. Definitely. One thing I wanted, I kind of wanted to touch on that I don't think I did was just how, just how, um, you know, because the anti-vax community is like a huge like it's like this force on the, you know, they're really like is. crazy. They're like at the capitals. They're like talking to the legislators. They're like on every single propaganda post, just like they're like intense. And it's like a lot of people. And I really see that issue as like a, like a bridge. And I really like, it's something I really wanted to do is to like bridge these communities. Cause I know like our, you know, the sort of UFO community is like even more fringe than, than an anti-vaxxer. So yeah. I don't know. I just, I just like, I like to open the, I mean, you know, Del Bigtree went to the conscious life expo. And I'm not familiar with that. Uh, I'm not either, actually. He, he's one of the producers of Vax, and he's, like, oh, nice. so, so freaking inspiring. Well, that's awesome. That's really cool. That's that... awesome. I had no idea. But Del, Del Bigtree, he's one of the producers of Vax. He's, like, going all over, speaking at these hearings and rallies and just, they're they're uh he does the high wire with Dell Big Tree every week. It's like a really great show. They do all the science about vaccines. 
and um but but it's just really big like amazing people doing like big amazing things and everybody wants to help everybody wants to like bridge the communities you know what I mean so I don't know I just feel like once that happens it will be a lot more powerful like overall yeah people are still like in their their niches or niches or whatever they're whatever (laughs) yeah yeah you know people are still trying to like make a living doing what they're doing which is good and I'm glad like people have figured out ways to make money but I feel like there's a you know this competitiveness and and I I just want to like have it be more cooperative and like really really unite against like we know what's going on people know we you know like we got to stop like we like I don't know we got to take that jump like it's like people are still you know in the program like and i i understand like they had to be to a certain extent you know to like make it to survive to have that influence but i want i want to just i want i want to make things go faster yeah <laughs> you know like that. we like get together and like organize better and like like help each other more you know yeah I, I I understand exactly what you're saying as far as it, it is going back to the part about there kind of being a competitiveness. I don't I don't know if if not every if everyone would see it like that, but I know what you're saying. Uh, it, there's definitely there's definitely uh, I don't even know what I'm trying to say honestly. I know I <laughs> what I'm trying to say is I understand what you're saying. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, and I'm being vague, so, so good. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, I'm not trying, and I'm not trying to come and attack anybody. That's why I am like the way I am. Like, I want to just, it's like about creating solutions and the new, what we need to do. And like, I don't really want to sit around and talk about like what I don't like about this person or that person. Yeah, because that that's that 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 holds you in in a negative energy when you do that. You know, you're not really. It yeah. Kinda, it kind of keeps you. It with it holds you back, really. Yeah. So I just love everyone, and I think we're gonna like kill it this year. Oh yeah, yeah. I, agree. I agree. This is gonna be a huge year. Totally. Disclosure and the cabal being taken down. The revolution of consciousness. It's like yes. the great awakening. It's yes. happening. <laughs> yes, it is. It really is. And yeah. it really seems like you hear David Wilcock right now being so excited because he's, you know, he knows it's coming really, really soon and so much is happening. And we, I mean, we're seeing it just, you know, in every direction. There's, there's disclosure happening. There's uh, the deep state being taken down the Q stuff like there's all this stuff happening all at the same time you know you got all these energies coming in the ascensions happening you know like um it's really the energies are really pushing they're pushing everything to the surface and they're causing us to kind of all look at our crap and deal with it and our shadow Mm -hmm. basically and deal with it yeah and and all the stuff that's been kind of shoved under the rug and shoved in a corner that we we haven't wanted to deal with we're all being forced to deal with it now. And and that's, you know, it seems crazy and chaotic and like, oh my God, but it's actually a really good thing because we need to deal with it to clear it, you know, to move forward and grow. It's the only way we're going to, we're going to do that. So. Definitely. Yeah, that's like a whole nother topic that I could just go off on. <laughs> oh yeah. Same. Right, yeah, so we'll have to do this again soon. Yeah. Yes, Definitely. Yeah, we're definitely yeah. all going through our own. Everybody's going through their struggles right now. You know, like you said, everything's surfacing, and uh, there's been times where it's disheartening, and you know, you're kind of unmotivated. But then at the same time, it, well, that all happens because of the attacks. You know, the online attacks. Yeah. You think you're doing good, you put yourself out there, and all of a sudden you're getting just bombarded by all this stuff from people that you thought you loved you and this and that and yeah it can get depressing when you get you know you get excited about this stuff and you're like yeah you know and you kind of get this like oh i'm gonna go out there and change the world and then you and then you you get so many people that are unawake or attack you even and 
you know, and they're just like, what, what the hell are you talking? Like, what? Like, you know, they gotten that my whole life though. Like people have been telling, like I've been this weird my whole life. <laughs> yeah. And, um, <laughs> like people have been telling me that, but you know what? It's like, it's like finally coming out that I was like, right all along. <laughs> like yeah. I was, well, I was here's, here here's to the, change the world. Yeah. Here's the thing though, you know, we're so close. I feel like to, because disclosure is happening and, and all the stuff that we're talking about is going to come out. Um, and once it does, once all the truth starts coming out, people are going to are going to be looking for answers. And we're going to be the ones that have already done our research and all this stuff. And we're going to be the ones that are going to be coming to for answers because mm-hmm. suddenly their their whole uh, foundation and stability that they used to have is completely crumbled and gone away. And all this just sickening stuff is going to come out and religions are going to have people, religious people are going to have a hard time with the ET stuff. And uh, the fact that they've had, they've been able to cure cancer for decades and decades and people, you know, we all know people that have died from cancer, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot of healing and I feel like it's been going on like the purging, the collective purging and uh, healing and that some of us have been doing it for the collective but it's just gonna you know people are gonna have to be doing it for themselves at the at a certain point and um that's what that's a big that's the main part of my project it's gonna be about healing and solutions and like because we have to we have to have these solutions in place honestly like already and like before like, like, because otherwise people aren't going to know what to do. And they're, you know, like, this, it's crazy because, you know, that whole we are the ones we've been waiting for. Like, we're literally here to, like, help transition the earth into, like, uh, the age of Aquarius. So it's, like, yes. that's why I say I'm so honored to be a part of it. Because it's just, like, a huge freaking thing going on in the universe. And, and people don't really get it, I don't think. <laughs> like, yeah. how big a deal it all is. So I love it. And I'm like, just happy, like I said, to be part of it. And, and it was super nice, like meeting you and, and how I was saying it, this all happened synchronistically and everything. Yeah, it does. I agree. It's nice. It's nice meeting you. I'm glad that we met when we did. Otherwise this would never be happening right now. It's It's all synchronistic. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I love it. When anybody wants to like do something, like I love to just be like supportive of that. And, you know, like, I just, I'm just stoked. (laughs) Stoked to support you guys. I'm stoked to like encourage anybody who needs it. Like encouragement and support is what I want everyone to be doing for everyone else. Yeah, that's great. That's a great way to put it. Um, all right. Well, we we just uh, we've gone a little over an hour now, so I guess we're gonna go ahead and uh, wrap it up. Uh, thanks so much for coming on, Ellie. Uh, it's been it was great having you, and we definitely mm-hmm. will do this again. I know there's a the time flew by, and there's so much more we could have talked about. And I'd love to hear uh, more about you know some of your your story in the future whenever you whenever you're ready to talk about it and and whatever your your plan is whenever you get that role and we need to get you back on so you can talk about that also yeah thank you so much for having me i definitely will be back i I, yeah like you said it, it just flew by and i barely talked about anything so so we'll have to do it again means we're having fun right yeah <laughs> exactly all right well uh all right well i guess uh thanks for coming on and we'll see you guys next time okay thank you guys i'll talk to you soon yes yes absolutely thank you well great i'm excited we did this and i'm excited for the future i'm excited for you guys Thank yeah, you. we're excited too. Thank it, you so much for coming on. Yeah, of course. Um, I think that you guys are in a really cool, in a in a good position. I like like I was saying, like just doing it is hard. It's really hard for a lot of people. There's still like you know not a ton of people just doing the thing. So yeah, you know, it's awesome for you guys.
Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you. That, that thank means a you lot. Thank you so yeah. much. It's, yeah. nice to hear, it's nice to hear the comments, the, the positivity. Positivity keeps us going. Oh, good. Yeah, keep going. We need you. And we need you. Yes. Keep doing what you're doing. Also, you're doing an amazing job. Oh, thank you so much. I I will keep going. We'll you know. We're in this together. Yeah. Yes, we are.